The following podcast is a discussion between two experts in their fields of beauty and not meant to be taken as medical advice. Be sure to consult with your doctor if you have any medical inquiries. Hi, this is Dr. Neil Shaw, and you're listening to Masters of Beauty. Uh, Dari and Aretta are the owners of the Chicago Extension Twins Hair Salon. But beyond that, they are, in my opinion, uh, they are the um, at least the best in the area, if not the best in the world, at hair extensions. So we're going to pick their minds about everything about hair extensions. They've been doing hair extensions for about, uh, t- between the two of them, about 27 years. Um, and really just not just something they do for, for work. It's something that they're super passionate about. Um, and it's the art of hair extensions and hair fusions, tape-ins, microlink extensions. So we're going to learn all about that for our audience. And I'm going to be coming from this from a different perspective. I'm more from the hair transplant perspective, the medical part. Uh, but we're just going to talk about hair extensions, what they are. Does that sound good? Sounds yeah. great. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining uh, joining me and joining our audience today. Uh, Thanks so, and I don't know who to talk to. So I'll just kind of throw a question out there. And you, okay. you guys get used to that. Just kind of figure out who's going to talk about what. Mm-hmm. So just for our audience to know, what are hair extensions and who needs them? Everyone could use them. They're not just for length. Um, A lot of women have long hair, but it's very sparse at the ends. So they don't need necessarily uh, as much as someone with a full head. So anyone that wants to just even make their hair fuller, uh, but then there's also the girls that want to look like Kim Kardashian. So we have it all across the board. Our clientele is usually between 14 to 80 years old. So, and, and the goal of hair extensions, is this just to make your hair longer? Is it to make your hair fuller? Um, is it to change your color? Like what can you do with hair extensions? You can do all of the above. Um, we can make your hair fuller. We can take long hair that's thin and make it super full. We can add different colors. We can make it look ombre without paying to have it done ombre. Um, there's a lot you can do. We can add highlights if you don't feel like bleaching your hair. Um, I usually, I, I only color my own roots and then I put in different color extensions and every time I want to change it. So, okay. And so, uh, how, how common do I mean, you guys see hair loss, um, you know, from a different perspective, I, I'm assuming what percentage of your audience is male? What percentage of your audience is female? 99.9% is female. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Occasionally have a male client mm-hmm. or transitioning. Um, so. And um, a, a question for us is, you know, we see a lot of men with hair loss, but we also see a lot of women. I think it's one of those things that women don't feel as comfortable talking about. Um, what percentage of women are you seeing with hair loss and what are their ages and what are some of their main concerns you see from women coming in? Uh, a lot. Yeah, but I would uh, say that, um, you know, hair loss uh, has become more uh, common with stress, with overstyling, with over-medicating. Um, you know, people just don't have great hair anymore. Um, so I- Hormonal, I, women that just had a baby, they ha- usually lose a lot of hair or illness like cancer and stuff like that. So it, it's pretty common. Um, and, and I think that I, I think from my talking to my wife is she thinks that women go through so many different phases of their hair. It's like the mm-hmm. before child hair, um, the after child hair, she calls it the pre-menopause, mm-hmm. the during menopause, the post-menopause. And 
if you haven't lost your hair as a woman at one of those points, you're going to have some issues with hair and hair thinning. Is yeah, that yeah. a true fact? 100% correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, we, we've kind of, uh, you know, we're going through it ourselves sometimes, you know, especially during the high stress uh, times in our lives. I've lost a lot. Getting so, older doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> Um, you know, as kind of as a preventative measure, what are some of the overstyling tips you see um, that people can do to kind of prevent, prevent their hair from being damaged? What are some of the things that you, you recommend that they avoid? Flat out ironing every day. That's the big one. Yeah. I have clients that re-flat iron their hair every single day, um, even though they probably don't need it. Um, and yeah, curling, curling. And also a, a lot of these um, curling irons and flat irons now come with a um, a temperature control. They don't need it on the hottest setting and yet they have it on the hottest setting. So they're completely just destroying their hair. You know, those are the clients that when they come in for consultations, they'll say, I don't know why my hair never grows. And that's the one first question that I say, well, do you flat iron or curl your hair very often? And usually the answer is yes. And I tell them it's not that it's not growing, it's just breaking, you know? Is there a limit for some people's hair that you see that they can only grow their hair certain long? Like some people can only grow their hair to their ears or their shoulders. Um, have you noticed that for some of your clients that no matter what they do, it just they're not going to have that, you know, the back of the, um, you know, halfway down in the back of their head hair. Uh, yeah, yeah. But it's usually because of the overstyling and it's constantly breaking. It's not for usually any other or reason. Over coloring, mm -hmm. over processing with yeah. color. Bleach hair. Yeah. yeah. Bleach highlights. And then curling it on top of it. So yeah, but some of those it's just it's kind of part of uh, maintenance for some people, right? But it's just kind of trying not right. to do it. Everyday life, yeah. yeah. Um, cool. Um, and then um, so if someone puts hair extensions in, um, uh, it, by the way, are there any ethnicities that that don't that you guys uh, treat? Are there like pretty much every ethnicity across the board? Is that fair? Yeah, we have. Uh, all, all different kinds of clients. Yeah, yeah. Indian, Af African American, Asian, all yeah. across the board. There are different brands that we would use for different textures of hair, though. Yeah, um, different methods too. Mm -hmm. Is there a, a type of um, getting into the hair extension itself? Is there a type of prized hair? Well, from what I've heard, I'm, I'm half Indian, so I've heard that they prize Indian virgin hair as yes. the most prized hair in the world. Is that true? Yes, that's a, it, it has to be the um, virgin hair. And um, one of the um, companies we use, they are very strict with it being virgin hair. So there was one time a few years ago, they discovered uh, one batch had henna in it. So they had to destroy that whole lot. So because of that, they were back ordered on certain colors for two months. It happened to be all the blondes. It happened to be around June when mm. all these women were getting married. Wow. <laughs> it was a disaster. <laughs> and to, to so. clarify for the audience, virgin hair means the hair's never been treated, not that the women are virgins, like they're- Right, uh, correct, yeah. yeah. I had that wrong. Yeah. I thought it was before women had kids that their hair was different than after, like, no, no, yeah. so yeah. I was wrong. Different companies have different processing techniques. So certain companies, their processing techniques are so gentle and it takes them such a long, Generally, Indian hair is very dark. You don't see a lot of naturally blonde Indian women or men walking around. So uh, the processing to get that to from that dark color to the lightest shade of blonde um, can take uh, 30 days for some companies that have a very gentle process versus some other companies. It's very quick, but it's much more damaging to the hair when they process. It yeah, like and that. you can tell when you look the at quality. the quality of the hair. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... 
once you actually do the hair extensions, how, how do you attach the hair extensions uh, in place? We have different methods. So we do a microlink method, which is a uh, metal cylinder where the hair gets weaved through and the extension piece looks like a shoelace and it gets put in there and then the, uh, the metal gets clamped shut. The cylinder gets clamped shut and that's meant to be moved up every two months. Um, the people that are good for that, people that have very curly, thick, coarse hair. Um, and then we have tapins where the hair is uh, taped on. It's usually the sections about one inch wide. Um, those are also meant to be maintained every two months where they're moved up. And then we have fusion, which is our favorite method um, where the hair, um, the bond looks like a grain of rice. And uh, once it's you know, fused onto your own hair, it looks like a little grain of rice. It's very uh, undetectable. The bonds are the same color as the hair. And you know, I like to wear my hair in a high pony. You can brush it a certain way and you won't even be able to see it. And it's just set it and forget it. There's no maintenance involved. Yeah, so Usually it can last, last four to five months. Yeah. So you can brush your hair normally, you can go in the pool, all these yeah. things with it? Yeah, in fact, that's critical key to maintaining extensions is brushing. The, the, the most damage can come from people that aren't taking proper care of their hair and brushing it really well. You need to brush directly over the bond area, no matter what type of extension is. You wanna get those baby hairs, you wanna make sure that nothing is kind of stuck in there, so. Yeah, we've had some clients that have severe matting from uh, not brushing. Mm -hmm severe, like dreadlocks. Oh, wow. Um, and um, once the hairs are positioned, how long does it take to put hair extensions in for someone? I'm sure it varies from client to client, but what's your times? Um, average time for just an install is about uh, two to three hours. Um, we do have clients that take an unusual amount of time. Only I only have like two clients that take me uh, because it's a, re a removal, shampoo, blow dry, and the redo, it takes me about six hours. Wow. That's yeah. amazing. Um, That's like a full, huge head of hair, like six bundles. The, the most, most people don't get that much hair. So, um, and so when, when you have, um, when you have the hair extensions in place, um, can they um, damage the hair, um, your existing hairs? And does it depend on what technique and how you do it? Uh, yeah, um, and it's also how people take care of it. Um, you know, we tell people if they're ever having any issues of them getting a tiny, it just starts from a tiny little knot of them not taking care of it, and then it, it can grow exponentially so quickly. So we always tell clients, if there's anything you can't uh, do to help maintain it, come on in and we'll do it for you. Um, otherwise, you're going to have a disaster on your hand. But if clients are taking care of it properly, uh, the way we tell them to, they shouldn't have any issues. I've been wearing them for 17 years, 17, oh, wow. 18 years. Your hair looks beautiful. Wow. Both of your Thank hair you. looks beautiful. Both have hair <laughs> in place. We're in charge of customers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so you have the hair extensions in place. Then after four to five months, when should someone come back for like uh, more extensions? Do they get a touch up? Like, how does that work? Um, for the for the um, the hair that's reusable, like the tape the tapins and the microbeads, every two months, every eight weeks, you should come in, and then we there's maintenance involved. Um, with the fusion, if you're not having any issues with tangling, uh, four months for fine hair, maybe people can get to five months. I usually keep mine in for five months at a time. So and then we remove it all for fusion and uh, get a new batch of hair, and then uh, install it. Is it easier the second time you do it around once you once you see someone coming in or is it the same same process? Same process. Same process. Mm -hmm. We're very meticulous in our application and that is um, a huge thing with 
complaint from clients that come from other salons is if the work is sloppy going in, it's going to cause them nothing but problems from day one. So we're really, really meticulous about our application. It's very neat. It's very clean, you know, uh, so, so that in turn helps with a lot of issues with possible tangling for them. Yeah, that makes sense. If you're going to do it, do it right, especially if you're investing in your hair, just to, just to do it the right way. Right. Um, and then um, uh, can you tell uh, like certain celebrities, uh, if we play that little game of who has hair extensions, who does, you're probably going to say everyone has hair extensions, but can you tell um, certain people who have hair extensions right away just looking at them? Yes, majority of the yeah. time, yeah. My husband's actually pretty good at with it too. Yeah. <laughs> my boyfriend's gotten pretty good yeah. at it too. Yeah. Or he'll ask me if we're watching Housewives, does she have it, does she have it, does she have it? The answer's 99% yes. yes, yeah. Occasionally there'll be a couple people that I've seen on TV where I'm like, wow, if she, if she doesn't, she's got an amazing head of hair. You don't see that very often. Pretty rare, and but see, I think the problem with, um, with that is that so many people think that this is normal and natural and it's obviously it's desirable because it looks so much better. Otherwise, people wouldn't do it. And it just looks healthy, right. vibrant, youthful. Uh, but some women are like, oh, my God, I, how come I don't have hair like this? And it's because they don't know the trick, right? Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. But I feel like um, just when we were starting out, it wasn't as mainstream as it is now uh, to have people that are 14 that want it like for Christmas as a Christmas gift um, to people that are 80 that want it, you know, to add some fullness because they wear like a hair topper and they just want it fuller on the bottom. You know, it's it's honestly it's something that everybody can it's much more mainstream yeah. than it ever has. Yeah. Um, so if I mention a celebrity name, uh, tell me if. Um, you think they have hair extensions or not? And we'll just kind of put a little okay. disclosure on this knowing that. Okay, so I'll do an easy one. Kim Kardashian? Yes. It's like, you guys didn't even hesitate. It was just like, you rolled your eyes up yeah. like, yes. And they're big um, on wigs too. Kardashian family is very big on wigs. They get wigs. very expensive, beautiful $5,000 wigs that, yeah. So they're big yeah. on wigs too. Um, and wigs versus hair extensions. Obviously hair extension to me, seems like it would be much more natural. It's undetectable. It just kind of seems like it's part of you. Uh, a wig is, it's, it's going to have to come off at the end of the day, right? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And you're going to sweat through it. It just doesn't look quite, mm -hmm. you know, it's quite, quite as elegant, I think. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. um, how about um, uh, Jennifer Aniston? She gets compliments a lot on her hair. Do you think it's real or not real? She actually, she did uh, when she was on friends and it was really long and straight. She did have extensions. Oh, but she really? Said hair she yeah. felt like it wrecked her hair and so one of my clients actually just a, just about a week ago she pulled up an old photo of jennifer aniston in in uh the, when she commented about how it wrecked her hair this was like years and years ago she was so young and it was way too heavy and it just didn't look natural it did so my thing is it was probably applied wrong it was too different for her hair texture her hair um, density. Because the object is you want to match the density of the client's hair with the extensions. You want to you want it to blend and look seamless versus giving someone that has very fine hair a full thick head of hair that's not going to look right um, and be too heavy on for them, cause breakage, or versus someone who has really thick hair and you don't put enough in and it looks kind of like a mullet. You know, so but she has in general, she has great hair. So she doesn't even need them. Doesn't even yeah. need them, but probably yeah. has them. <laughs> maybe first application yeah yeah um okay um is there anyone who has hair extensions out there that um you're like okay this person has hair extensions uh this celebrity and um 
uh, people get she gets compliments on their hairs. Who, who's the most desired look from uh, your clients? Um, I would say Kim Kardashian. I would say Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They seem to have the, the, the realm kind of like yes. one of the Kardashians, right? But Kim for sure. Every, every morning they wake up, they have somebody probably doing their hair and makeup for them. Um, I would say the least would be Britney Spears. Yeah, she's she got too much money to walk around like that. She looks like a train wreck. Her yeah. hair looks terrible all the time. So, yeah. Do you think it happened when she shaved her head from that episode? Or do you think it's just kind of other stuff? stress you know what I think um probably a little of other stuff too but I think it did start when she shaved her head and then got extensions too quickly after you know the hair has to be a four inches long at least uh, for it to blend and she did it too soon and then you could see everything and then it was just a, a disaster from that point forward I would also add Jennifer uh Jennifer Lopez like whoever does her hair it just always looks amazing yeah she looks like a rock star every single time Sometimes it's short, sometimes it's long, sometimes she's got this great ponytail. So it's all extensions, but it looks amazing. Yeah. You can never tell. I mean, for someone like this. Like... <laughs> okay, mm -hmm. so, and then roughly, uh, what, what do hair extensions cost for, for someone coming and saying, um, obviously it's gonna be all, of, all across the board, um, but. Um... For fullness, it could be just $350 because um, you just want to fill that in. Um, if you're doing uh, like length and uh, fullness, then uh, it could go up to about $2,500. But very few people uh, have that much hair. So I would say on average between 350 and 1500-ish. And then um, and it, it's like you dream it, you can build it with hair extensions, is that right? So if you wanted to have your right. hair from, like if I wanted my hair, my hair looks a little crazy, sorry I was in the aura all day. But if I wanted to have my hair go down, like down to here, I could do it, right? Yes. Yes. <laughs> my wife might like that, but it's all, uh, if my hair doesn't grow long enough, I'm going to have to go, uh, I'm trying to do a man bun. If it doesn't grow long enough, I'm going to have to be uh, hair extensioned out, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, not that many men yet. Do you think men don't come in because of looks, haircut styles, or just kind of, they're not aware of this as an option? Well, Daria had a client that uh, was getting married and he wanted to wear a man bun on his wedding day. So he got extensions because his his boyfriend had naturally long hair and was going to wear a man bun. So he in turn wanted a man bun as well. So I did his extensions. So could you tell him there extensions yeah. in there? Or it's like, I'm sure it looked amazing, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's difficult. His mm. hair is probably as long as yours, right? Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. I'm still not. It's, it's surprisingly hard to do a man bun. So my hair right now is like down to here. I still can't quite do a man mm. bun. And again, me in my 20s, I could grow hair so fast, but now that I'm like in my late 40s, you know, um, yeah. unfortunately, even with all the vitamins and things I do, it's still really hard to grow your hair long. It takes, it takes me a while. So yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, but I'm don't, don't stop now. Don't stop now. You've gone, you've come so far. <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see. Okay. And then um, talking about this, any misconceptions about hair extensions? Some, someone who comes in, they, they come up with a preconceived notion about hair extensions. Um, that everyone can have them. I would say, uh, you know, when, um, who was that actress, Jennifer Lawrence, when Jennifer Lawrence cut her hair super short, everyone thought that they would look like Jennifer Lawrence if they cut their hair super short. And I mean, we would have like six consultations per day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, all these girls would leave crying hysterically because their, their hair was like two inches long. And I'm like, all right, we'll come back. And like, six months and we'll talk, you know, and, and long hair is always in for summer. 
<laughs> no matter what people women have to keep that in mind long hair is always in for summer so uh maybe not everyone's suitable for a short haircut and then your hair has to be at least four inches long and um keep that in mind when you cut it all off <laughs> but but the other misconception is that it's only made for women who want really long mermaid hair you know that's not what hair most of our clients just they're okay with the length of their own hair they just want it fuller like they like it was when they were younger so it, it is a more youthful look it, when your hair is full. If, if you go to a, uh, a beauty store, it's amazing how many products are all about volume. You never see, you know, it's like aisle after aisle is about make my hair thicker, make my hair thicker. But the question is just only so much you can actually do with, um, you know, conditioner right. and shampoo. At some point, if you really want your hair to look, um, you know, movie star-esque, and both of you guys have movie star-esque hair, you're going to have to do something, um, you know, kind of a little bit more, um, you know, uh, appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. So um, hair restoration versus hair extensions. Let's talk about that a little bit because we do some hair restoration. You guys do um, hair extensions. Um, uh, your thoughts on that? Um, I, I feel like we'll be sending a lot more clients to you for it because, you know, women are very self-conscious about um, their parts their parts and, you know, side parts, center parts, you know, they can't wear a center part anymore because their hair is too fine. Uh, the extensions that we do are not really meant to go on the crown. So, and when women come in and they're looking for something more on the crown, that's where we would send it them to you because- Another thing they're very self-conscious about is they usually have a cowlick in the back where it splits. Mm -hmm. And if they have dark hair, it almost looks like a bald spot. Very, very self-conscious of that. So, that they'd be a good candidate for something like hair restoration. And, and I think for me, it's um, it's that balance act of, uh, there's a lot of women who, rather than going through the process of hair restoration, if they take, like, like you mentioned in the beginning, if they take great care of their hair and they do hair extensions, that's a great option for them. And women think about lashes all the time. And I think that hair extensions sometimes, I'm sure they know about it. It's, it's become much more in, the, in the, uh, the, the limelight now with so many people doing it, uh, like the Kardashians and, um, you know, but that being said, uh, there's a lot of solutions to problems that don't necessarily mean something surgical that can be done and look amazing. And the benefit, I think, of hair extensions versus hair transplantation with hair transplantation, we're rearranging the hair versus what you're doing is you're adding hair. So that's kind of a, it's a nice look. So there's some looks, a lot of looks that you guys can do that. It's not medically or surgically possible, if that makes sense. So I think of them yeah. not as competing forces, but just kind of like, um, depending on what they're looking, what their aim is, um, and they kind of go hand in hand. Yes, correct. We might be your clients yeah. for that one soon too. Uh, I don't think so. You guys have, um, and you mentioned it earlier. I mean, you guys are super, um, uh, super knowledgeable in hair. It's the classic, it's the Christmas tree pattern that we see for females that when they have that in their part, uh, they're great candidates for it. You guys don't have that. So, um, well, we also use um, dry shampoo that's pigmented. That's that's oh. an optical illusion. So ah, mm -hmm. that's another one. Uh, which dry shampoo do you guys like? Um, we like the uh, Batiste because they make um, all different colors. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's called Your Mother um, or Mothers. Uh, that one's a good one too. Your Mothers and Batiste. And just for our audience, so using dry shampoo, um, what's the, I'm going to change it here, but uh, what's the best way of using dry shampoo? Is it a substitute for regular shampoo? Um, and that? It can be, but um, only to spray it on your roots 
Or if you have like, I've been telling my clients that have, are, are self-conscious about that cowlick part to spray a little bit of a, a pigmented shampoo back there. You cover it up. Love it. Yeah. Another tool, another tool in the armamentarium, mm -hmm. which is which is there. Cool. Um, all right. Any uh, any last thoughts on anything here? I think there was a question you guys had about uh, patients who've had hair transplant surgeries. Um, how long would they have to wait before they get extensions again? Um, yes. And so um, uh, I think it's really going to depend on the patients. The cool thing, the early part when hair. Um, uh, transplanted hairs come out is that they're pretty fragile uh, because they've just been shocked and they're kind of coming back. So typically I'm going to have them wait um, probably around a year uh, before they can kind of go back to hair extensions. Now, if you're doing the non-transplanted hairs and they're pretty easy to tell if your hairs are you know that long, it's easy. You can do those hairs without a problem. You can do that probably within a month, but if you're actually trying to um, you know put extensions on the transplanted hairs, I'd wait a year or so. Um, and okay. Um, because they're just not going to be, I don't think healthy enough yet to kind of, um, you know, kind Probably of not strong enough. Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to take that gamble because it's such an expensive and, uh, time costing procedure. But just like with anything with hair, it's always worth it. That's one thing I've learned yeah. about, uh, um, uh, this break with, uh, with COVID when people look at themselves, I think people truly feel their best when they look how they want to look. And they, and that tells me that they, then they feel like how they want to feel. And um, there is a, I think there's a true correlation between those two together. And I think that they do so many things healthier for themselves, both physically, mentally, spiritually, when they're at their best um, with all those things. Yes, right. I mean, there was a, a skit on Saturday Night Live 20 years ago. You look fabulous. You look, you know, you look marvelous. You know, it's not how you look. It's how, it's not how you feel. It's how you look. <laughs> and I, I think it does. You're right. If you, if you feel like you look good, then you probably feel better. Uh, thank you so much for joining me and educating uh, everyone, the world on uh, hair extensions. And if they want to find you, where is your, um, where's your salon? What's your um, information? Um, we are at 2724 North Lincoln uh, in Chicago, suite nine. Uh, we are by appointment only. Uh, phone number is 312-623-623. 4490. And then do you guys have a, a social media handle? I think you guys are Chicago Extension Twins on Instagram. Is that yes, right? On Instagram? Mm -hmm. Yes. Are you the only twins uh, who are doing extensions that you know of? You I must think be. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me today. I look forward to seeing thanks you. Thanks for having us. Awesome. Have a great night. <laughs> you, you too. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of Masters of Beauty. If you like this episode and don't want to miss out on the next, be sure to subscribe right here where you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you really want to help the show out, leave us a five-star review and a comment or possible topics that you would love to hear Dr. Shaw discuss. We love hearing from you. To find out the latest updates from Dr. Shaw and Shaw Aesthetics, you can follow us on Instagram at Shaw Aesthetics and on YouTube at youtube.com slash Shaw. You can find these links and any other links mentioned by Dr. Shaw and his guests during this episode in the show notes. Again, thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time on Masters of Beauty.